0: Okay, everybody, we have this special episode for you here on our Podbean feed. So this is... Now, me and Chico, back in October, when Mike was in the hospital, we recorded a special episode exclusively for the Place to Be Nation pop feed called It Was a Thing on TV Presents. And we figured we'd bring that concept to our regular feed for this episode because The Mandalorian Season 2 just ended. And there's also been some big events in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that we want to talk about because coming up in a couple of weeks is going to be the launch of WandaVision. Yes. Which will finally kick off fourth phase 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 of the MCU. Yeah, phase four. Because we were supposed to have it in May with Black Widow. And then, well, you know what happened. I mean, we talk about it a little bit in the year-end show, which is coming up on New Year's Eve. But, yeah. So, let's talk about what last week or two weeks ago we had it was, the- la- it
1: was last week they had the uh season finale of the season two finale of the mandalorian all right and, so- um we'll get to what happened in that episode momentarily but here's been the uh sort of overarching story of the second season yeah after seemingly defeating Moff gideon i was like yeah what what is a what is John Giancarlo Esposito's character? After seemingly defeating Mo- Moff Gideon... The
0: Mandalorian. He
1: ...is charged with delivering the child to an ancient order called the Jedi.
0: Yes. And so the Mandalorian... We know what the Jedi are, but the Mandalorian has no idea who the Jedi are.
1: Yeah, remember, he's from outside of the galaxy that he never heard of the Jedi.
0: Yeah, it's like, we ain't never heard of them Jedi.
1: All these Jedi, be really Jedi. So, uh, the Mandalorian's jumping from planet to planet, and he runs into people wear, wearing Mandalorian armor. And one of the, th- and, so again, one of the th- overarching themes is, where did you get that
2: armor?
0: Oh yeah, so the first episode, season two, uh he's back he's back on Tatooine and he actually runs into Amy Sedaris's character from the first season. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, fun fact, do you know what Amy Sedaris's character's R2 droid is?
1: No, I don't.
0: Her R2 droid is the droid from a New Hope that had a a bad motivator.
1: Ah. Uh, okay. Oh, now I, see now I see him. So the first guy who he asks Where did you get that armor? Is a marshal of the town Mos Pelgo on Tatooine by the name of Cobb Van. He ended up freeing his town using the armor that he bought off Jawas.
0: So the Jawas just found this armor. They found Boba Fett's armor and they were like, oh man we could use this armor. We could sell this armor. They have no idea who it belongs to. But
1: the, the episode ends with the owner, a very scarred Boba Fett, watching. Like, yeah, I'm that on. Yeah. But I'm getting ahead of myself. So we go to our next planet where we meet a frog lady.
0: Oh, a frog lady, yeah, because Amy Sedaris' character asked the Mandalorian, hey, this frog lady. She need she needs to get back and have her eggs taken care of.
1: Yep, and uh, yeah, her eggs taken <laughs> care of. Daddy's gonna fertilize the eggs, and again, they have to, again, they have to be very carefully handled. Like, oh yeah, very carefully. You yeah. cannot, you can't make the jump to hyperspeed with the eggs on board.
0: No, they'll die. They'll die because the glass will easily shatter.
1: Yeah okay so again but we'll get there we are we are we are getting there
0: but we're gonna get to the best part in episode two Mm -hmm. well the best part in episode two okay so we talked about this in the year's eve episode damn it this is so great we have to talk about it again
1: talk about let's talk about this again okay Uh, crash crash lands on i believe it's a what is what is it Oh, an, an ice, ice planet,
0: plan. and I, an ice he, cla- planet. he Clash landed on an ice planet because I think the two new Republic guys in the X Wings were uh-huh. try- trying to patrol. They shot
1: him down. It's like they shot him down, and now he has to uh, take a moment to re- make repairs on his on the Razor Crest. Obviously,
0: yes, but okay. Before that, though, we have this big scene. Um, where where the child he's he sees the eggs, think... he and you have this music and he look at, and he looks at the eggs intensely mm-hmm. and you think, well, what what's the scene gonna be with the eggs? Like does he does he and he touches the glass like yes. he has like what it, like is it a force thing or, and then the Mandalorian finds him. And he's eating the eggs. Oh! He's eating the eggs. Yeah. But, but he's a baby. He has a no. He's a 50-year-old baby. He has no idea about these eggs.
1: Yeah, well, he has... he's about to find out because... Oh. Again, he's about to find out because we go to
0: Trask. In, the, in episode three. And... Oh, wait, wait, hold on. Before that, though, oh. they encountered those spiders because th- the child being because s- he's the child. Mm-hmm. He, goes, he, he goes and he encounters like spiders, those scary ass spiders.
1: Yeah. And of course, the X-Wing pilots, they find those spiders and kill the spiders because, again, the Mandalorian helped them apprehend the accomplices from an earlier prison break in that episode.
0: Oh, yeah. Wasn't it the one with uh, the, the Bill Burr episode from season one? Yes. Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah, so they basically leave him off with a warning, like, don't come around here again.
0: Yeah. Don't, don't come around here no more, as Tom Petty said.
1: And he's like, hey, I got nothing to do with this. I'm just trying to carry these eggs to Trask. And so he does.
0: He goes to Trask. And he, so, meets the frog,
1: he meets the frog lady, the frog lady's husband.
0: Oh, that was he, the sweetest scene. That was so darling. It's oh, that advice. was the, that was so great. It's like oh, oh, she's she's reunited with her husband. Oh, that's so sweet.
1: Yep. So while he's while he's uh, fertilizing what's left of the eggs, not important why. The Mandalorian is directed to a derelict fishing ship and fishermen who want to sell his armor? What?
0: Oh, yeah. Because Mandalorian armor is, like, I guess such big business, I guess.
1: Yeah, talk to Cobb Vamp about how big business Mandalorian armor is. I'm sure he'll tell you stories. In the midst of his current troubles, he's rescued by three Mandalorians. Led by Bo Katan, Kreese, and what kind of? And what's the first thing he says?
0: Oh, he's he's like, "What? You took your helmet off?"
1: Uh, okay, well, okay, that's the first thing he says. What's the second thing he says?
0: I forgot what the second thing he said. was. Where
1: did you get that armor?
0: Where did you get that armor?
1: Yeah, it turns out this is a uh, a new, more progressive. Sect of Mandalorian that he's run into. And... But of
0: course, Bo we all know from uh, the Clone Wars cartoon.
1: Of course, Bo Katan is uh, played by
0: Katie Sackhoff.
1: Thank you. And she reveals that the main objective is to capture the ship along with the weapons for their war effort to reconquer Mandalore. Which is understandable because ever since the Mandalorians spread out across the galaxy, Mandalore has been taken over by some really bad guys, and by bad guys, I of course mean what's left of the Empire, led by Moff Gideon, who crash who wants to crash the ship, but Bocatan stops him, commits suicide. Well, actually, no, he doesn't commit suicide.
0: No, because we see uh, the
1: Imperial captain commits suicide. Oh yeah, when he's asked about, are you ready for this?
0: What's he asked about?
1: Moff Gideon's Dark Saber.
0: Oh, yeah. The Dark Cause
1: remember, Because remember at the end of season one, we see Moth Gideon emerge from a wreckage with a Dark Saber?
0: Yeah, the Dark Saber. The Dark Saber is like a very important piece that mm-hmm. we find out later in the uh, season.
1: Yeah. Meanwhile, Bo Katan tells Mando to go to the city of Keladan on the fourth planet of Corvus to meet a Jedi called. Ahsoka Tano. And if you've ever seen The Clone Wars, you know damn well who Ahsoka Tano is.
0: Yes, she's Anakin Skywalker's Padawan. Now oh. we're in episode four.
1: We're in episode four right now. And of course, because the Razor Crest is a bit on the derelict side, it needs additional uh, work. And they make a detour to Navarro, where they're reunited with his good friend, Grief Karga. And Kara Dune. Of course, Grief Karga played by.
0: Carl um, Wevers.
1: And Kara Dune played by Gina Carano.
0: We meet another person that we've seen before. The, uh, the fish guy. Played by Horatio Sands from the first episode. Who literally sweats from his neck. Oh, God. He sweats steam from his neck. That's amazing.
1: So you notice a lot of things are uh, improving under Grief, Karga, and Cara Dune, and yet there is a remaining Imperial base on the planet, and that has got to that's got to go. We got to destroy that.
0: Oh yeah, they got to destroy that. But meanwhile, so the Mandalorian, he leaves the child in this classroom. The child is looking at this kid. He's eating macaroons. And he's like, I want some of those macaroons. So he uses his force powers to take the macaroons.
1: Again, high M count.
0: Oh, yeah. High M count. He really wanted to eat those macaroons.
1: And yet, he eats them and gets sick.
0: Yeah, we'll get to that part later.
1: The, The base is being used, by the way. It's a laboratory by Dr. Pershing to conduct experiments with blood with a high M count. And, you know, jet- Jedis are known for having high M counts.
0: Yeah, they don't say the word, but we know what it means.
2: Metachlorian.
1: Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, they destroy the base and yet are given chase by a fleet of stormtroopers on speeder bikes and a bunch of TIE fighters. They manage to repair the Razor Crest and Hike tail it out of there while Cara Dune and Grief Karga stop the speeder bikes and the Mandalorian destroys the TIE Fighters.
0: Oh, yeah. And then the child's celebrating like, Yeah! He blew up the TIE
2: Fighter! Again!
0: (laughs) Okay. And then then he vomits and gets sick. Uh, yeah. But, okay, before that, though, they're doing something the Empire, in this room. Okay? You see, like, these weird things that you don't know what it is. So, we're left to wonder, is th- is this the origin of in the Rise of Skywalker, we know that Palpatine behind the scenes was making all these snow clones?
1: Yeah. And, so... and, and it wouldn't be the last time we saw a bunch of clones in this
0: season. So I'm guessing they need baby Yoda's Metaclorians to create Snoke, I guess.
1: Or they're experimenting on the child's blood somehow. Because again, high M count. So Mando and the child are on their way to Corpus. However, they are currently being tracked. By who? Somebody under Moff Gideon's charge, obviously. They arrive at Caladan on the planet Corvus. By the population, and this is all in episode five, by the way. They're living in fear of the city's magistrate Morgan Elsbeth and her guards, including a hired mercenary named Lang. By the way, Morgan Elsbeth, played by Diana Lee Inosanto, and Lang, played by Michael Bean,
0: Kyle Reese.
1: Yep, Kyle Reese in the original Terminator. Elsbeth. Offers the Mandalorian a spear of Beskar steel in exchange for killing Asukatano, who the Mandalorian finds outside the town, and obviously he presents the child to her. And using the force, they have a one on one connection where we find out the child's name Grogu. Yeah. I was expecting something a little more peppy, but whatever. <laughs> Apparently, Grogu had begun training as a Jedi before the rise of the Empire. Ahsoka agrees to uh, continue his training, but then they kind of find themselves in the midst of a Mexican standoff of sorts, because she'll only do it on the condition that Mando kills Elsbeth. Elsbeth wants to kill Ahsoka, Ahsoka wants to kill Elspeth. Elspeth's offering a spear of Beskar steel. Ahsoka's offering to watch the child. What's the deal he takes? The Mandalorian ultimately kills Lang. Ahsoka confronts Elspeth and wants to know where Grand Admiral Thrawn is. Ahsoka refuses to train Grogu due to his close attachment to the Mandalorian, so she directs them to an ancient temple on the planet Tython where Grogu can use the Force to find other Jedi and decide his own fate. He also gets the Spear of Beskar Steel. Oh. So, yeah. Makes out a winner on both ends, doesn't he? They manage to get to Tython in Episode 6. However, when they come to the temple, where the child, you know, enables his connection with the Force, Mando runs into a a couple of familiar faces. The first is Fennec Shand, who, of course, is played by the lovely and talented Ming-Na Wen. And the second is Boba Fett, who was looking at the armor from episode one, played by Timuera Morrison, who I believe played Jango Fett in the uh, prequel yep, trilogy.
0: Attack of the Clones, yes.
1: Yeah, which makes sense because, you know, the Fets are all clones of each other.
0: Yeah, so yeah, they, so go, it, they go to the temple, right? Mm-hmm. so the mandalorian the child they go to the temple
1: they go to the temple grogu does his connection with the force thing and the mandalorian agrees that he will return the armor of Cobb Banth in exchange for the safety of the child and then mop gideon arrives oh. with all of his good friends Oh, yeah. And Moff Gideon destroys the Razor Crest.
0: Oh, yeah, this was the most heartbreaking scene.
1: Oh, no, we're getting to the most heartbreaking scene. Because not only does he destroy the Razor Crest, his dark trooper droids manage to capture the child. That's the most heartbreaking
2: scene.
0: I don't know. I, I felt yeah, the Razor Crest was like one of the most important characters in the show. It's a sh- It's only a ship, but damn it. That's, like, now more iconic than the Millennium Falcon. Well, uh. to
1: each their own, I guess. Yeah. But uh, Fett and Fennec said, they, they said, well, we promised that we would look after the child, so we have not honored our deal yet.
0: So basically this becomes, like, that episode of Family Guy where <laughs> Peter Griffin has the idea for Bigger Jaws. Ah, stop eating our boat, Jaws. Rar, I'm going to eat your boat, and then I'm going to eat you
3: guys. Rar. Oh, my God, what's that? It's bigger, Jaws.
0: Oh, my God, now we have a common enemy. We have to work together. So now the Mandalorian and Boba Fett, they have a common enemy, so now they've got to work together to solve the problem. So now we get into episode seven. And Kara uses her newfound credentials
1: as the Marshal of the New Republic. By oh, the yeah. way, oh yeah, by the he- way. Why is that? I smell spinoff.
0: Just oh, saying. oh yeah, because they they kind of tease that in the reveal on Disney Plus, which we'll talk about later. But yep. yeah, they kind of they kind of tease it in episode four that because the one the, the X Wing guy from episode two shows up and says to Cara Dune, "Hey, you know, have you ever considered helping us out?"
1: Well, she does, but she has to uh, transfer Miggs Mayfeld out of a New Republic prison. You remember Migs Mayfeld, right?
0: Yeah, because we talked about him earlier, yeah. Cause, played by Bill Burr back in Season 1 of the Mandalorian. So now they got to use Mayfeld to infiltrate this Imperial camp. Which they do! They do.
1: They, they do, and it's an Imperial mining hub on Morak. And basically put, they they all end up trying to infiltrate a convoy of exploding Rhydonium.
0: Because we find out from Mayfeld that this Rhydonium, this is some serious stuff. Uh-huh. You, you can't blow this up, or else, oh, everything will just, just, shit. It'll just it's like an atomic bomb, apparently.
1: Yeah, and a, lo- a lot of the uh, Imperial ships carrying the explosive, uh... Rhydonium, do in fact explode.
0: Oh, yeah. They explode.
1: And while that's happening, Mando is infiltrating the hub, and they have to get the coordinates for, uh, Bob Gideon's uh, Star Cruiser, which means, are you ready for this?
0: Yeah, what is it?
1: He has to take his helmet off.
0: Oh, no. He has oh, to take yeah. his helmet off. We've only seen it once, but that was in Season 1, and it was with IG-11. Yep. Who's now dead.
1: Who is now very much dead. He's now
0: very much dead, but it was a droid, so it didn't really count as a person.
1: So Mayfeld confronts... While Mando's getting the coordinates, Mayfeld confronts his old commanding officer and kills him!
0: Oh yeah, because the commanding officer didn't know he was in his battalion once. But you you hear the, the officer talk about... He he just basically reveals the plan straight to them,
1: uh huh. like before, I kill you, Mister Bond.
0: Oh yeah, he does. He does the whole Ernest Travel Blofeld. I'm gonna explain the plot right here to you guys. And Mayfeld's like so because they talk about how you get the sense from what talking about this guy that he did not like this guy whatsoever. Nope, he did not like this guy. He did not like his time working in the Empire. And not at all. And he, you get, you get the sense when he shoots him, like, no, this is no, no, I'm not, the empire is not coming back. Not a chance in hell. And he killed, he just straight up, he straight up kills him in cold blood.
1: Yep. That's basically what we're looking at here. Meanwhile, the Mandalorian sends Gideon a message, basically doing the John Rambo thing.
0: No, no, he's doing. He's doing Liam Neeson. Taken.
1: Oh well, either, either, either one. Basically saying, "I'm coming to get you."
0: Oh yeah. And now we get. Now we get into the finale. Now we get. Into now,
1: f- now we get into the finale. So the Mandalorian and Cara Dune. They capture Doctor Pershing, and they have to get the help of Bo Katan. Cosca Reeves, and Boba Fett to go to Moff Gideon's Star Cruiser and retrieve the Child and the Darksaber.
0: We didn't even mention because she was in episode 3. Cosca Reeves played by...
1: Uh, Cosca Reeves played by Mercedes Vernado.
0: Who you otherwise know as the WWE Sasha Banks.
1: Child, Darksaber, Cruiser, let's go. And Fett is pretending to attack in Slave 1, so that's going to be an interesting little confront right there. So, Bo-Katan, Koska, Fennec, and Dude fight through stormtroopers to the cruiser's bridge, which is empty!
0: Oh, it's empty.
1: Empty! But the Mandalorian finds an army of, I told you we would get back to this, dark trooper droids.
0: Yeah, dark trooper droids.
1: And and one of them escapes the hold. Mandalorian defeats him with the Beskar Spear and ejects the rest into space. And then, Moth Gideon and Mando finally have it out with the uh, Beskar Spear versus the Darksaber. Which, he makes the full mistake of saying, the only thing the Darksaber cannot penetrate is Beskar Armor. Guess what the Mandalorian is wearing?
0: Beskar Armor. Yep. So what a coincidence. The only thing it can't penetrate, he's wearing.
1: Oh, yeah. So long story short, Mandalorian gets the best of Bob Gideon again and retrieves the dark saber, which he uses to rescue the child.
0: So he's just going to give it to Bo-Katan, but... That's not how it works. That's not how any of this works. So he's he just going to be like, okay, yeah, here you go. And Vafking's like, no, that's not how the Dark Saver works. No, you have to win it in battle,
1: just as why? like I have to win it in battle, just like you did.
0: Well, why couldn't Pochettan just have kicked him in the balls and be like, okay, I won. I get it now. I beat uh, him in battle. Uh, uh,
1: the whole honor among thieves thing. But <laughs> the dark. But while all, all of this is going on, we, oh. we're all happy. We all got what we wanted. But the Dark Troopers are back on board oh. the Star Cruiser. Oh,
0: no, the Dark Troopers are back. Oh, oh. no. How, oh, how are they no. going to get out of this? What's going to happen? How are they going to get out
1: of this? Insert oh. mysterious cloaked figure with a green lightsaber.
0: Wait a second.
1: Only one person in the galaxy has the green lightsaber.
0: Wait a minute. There's. You're right. There's only one person in the galaxy. Wait a minute. No. Chico, they couldn't. They, it can't be.
1: It has to be.
0: It has to be. Jedi Master Luke Skywalker oh, up in this bitch, yo! Oh my god! Oh, yes, he's he's here, and he's killing all he's killing all these dark troopers. He's just destroying them left and right with his with his lightsaber. And okay.
1: Yep. Yeah. Uh, by the way. Played by a digitally de-aged Mark Hamill. Yeah. That's an interesting sight to behold,
0: really. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. By the way, Chico's sister just came into the my, room. my
1: sister just came in. Say hi, Keys. Hi, everybody.
0: Hi, everybody who's hi, everybody. listening.
1: Came back
0: from Saving the
1: World. Yeah. Now, we were just talking about Saving the World. Saving the Galaxy, really. Yeah. And you just heard the big spoiler of Episode 8 of The Mandalorian digitally de-aged Luke Skywalker.
0: <laughs> has she watched any of the Mandalorian?
1: She has not watched a single... Actually, she's she watched one episode of season one and couldn't Just watch de- the rest of them.
0: She's no, like, no. Actually, I, haven't seen, I haven't
1: seen one single episode. Oh, you haven't seen a single episode? <laughs> what are you doing? What are
0: Come you on. doing? I'm waiting for a
1: live so that I can blitz watch it. The, 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 two whole seasons. Go blitz watch it. Oh. Well, uh. uh, Whenever I watch something and I get into it, invariably get scared. It's already been renewed. Go watch it. So I'm waiting to It's get... Disney. They'll renew... Every... It's Disney Plus. They'll renew it.
0: Oh, yeah. They'll definitely renew everything. Um, we need to get a good supply of episodes under the belt. So I can... Oh, there's a black man sitting on the in the corner. Okay. Yeah. So... Oh, well, by the way, I didn't, I didn't want to say anything, but, you're, but while you were talking... Gisela, they just showed on Taco Bell. There's this, there's this new Taco Bell ad spot for a mock trailer for the new for the return of the Nacho Fries sorry Joe carry from Stranger Things.
2: <laughs> nice.
0: Okay, so everybody,
1: that's what they want. The Jedi has the child.
0: Yeah, we did because while we were interrupted. Yeah, Luke tells the Mandalorian, "Listen, listen, the child's not gonna be safe." I'll take care of the child, but he's got to make the decision. And so the child is like, I don't know. And then who shows up? Or 2 d 2 shows up. Oh, my
2: God.
0: Or 2 d 2 and that convinces the child, you know what? This, this droid, this little guy, I like him. This mysterious man seems nice enough, but before he leaves... With Luke Skywalker and R2D2, the Mandalorian takes his mask off, and he looks at the child.
1: And the child looks back. Yeah, and he's like, "There's now. You all talk about connections. There's your connection."
0: It was very like the ending of ET.
1: Oh yeah.
0: It was like the ending of ET. So the, yeah, he's gone, and then
1: it's like he's gone and they're gone. But we later see in a post-credit scene. Oh, Boba Fett yeah. and Benik Shan traveling to Jabba's palace on Tatooine. Bib Fortuna sitting on, on Jabba's the... throne. Oh yeah, and, and Bib like get the
0: hell off my
1: throne, son. And he
0: kills him. And by the way, Bib Fortuna, he really got fat. Uh, yeah, he, he really got fat after returning the Jedi. But I have a question. Uh-huh. Do you think Max Rebo survived? The sail barge and Return of the Jedi, because as we, if if you treat Robot Chicken Star Wars as canon, he had to make it to a gig.
2: Uh, come on, man, get him mother- out oh, man Oh no, man, man, we got a gig tonight. How much fun to play some gig with a horn guy dead and a single woman dead, man? My man, come on! <coughs> oh no, piano all fucked it up, man. Them dead, them piano all dead. Mother man, we got a gig tonight, man! What the f is that thing? Channel fed it with Thommy Mia, man! Yo! jazz stereotype! Have a tossing out a rope! Ain't no rope up here, man! We're not picky. Ain't nobody up here, man! You talking to yourself! You having a dream, man. I got a gig tonight, man. I will fucking kill you. Don't you leave me down here with this talking walnut? You know what, that hurts me. That is one of the ten. One of the what? One of the ten. Nine times out of ten, I enjoy a good joshing, but one out of every ten... I will I just pay you no ten t- million space dollars for a f-king rope! Oh, man, I'm so motherfucking tired. I got my feet hurting, man. But I gotta make it to the gig, man. Don't never miss no gig. I'm here, man! i made it! i walked across the desert, man! No! You gained a gig away, man! Noodle drum in my cold, in vain, man. You know what? Y'all suck. I'm gonna go throw myself in that desert. B-
0: yeah, he really needs to make it to that gig. Yeah, he's and, not happy about that. He's not happy about it, not making it to the gig. But yeah, so all right, December 2021, the Book of Boba Fett.
1: Like, where are they? It's like, how are they going to uh, incorporate Boba Fett and Benik Shand? Well, they pretty much have an open book because I don't think Boba Fett was in any of the sequel trilogy.
0: No, he wasn't in the sequel trilogy at all. So it's like they can do whatever they want with him. Yeah.
1: So, Spe- oh, speaking of the sequel trilogy. Yeah, because we, like, met-
0: we mentioned this with in episode four with what we think are all the clones of Snoke.
1: Yeah, I was like, I'm thinking to myself, Ryan Johnson and J.J. J. Abrams are like, there's no way that we can do Star Wars after the original trilogy. Meanwhile, John Favreau and Dave Bologna are like, hold my bone broth. I got this.
0: Well, they, well the thing I like about The Mandalorian, and I'm guessing all these other Star Wars series that are going to come out, they are trying to do their best at trying to make all the movies feel complete. So you got a little something from the prequel trilogy, you got a little something from the original trilogy, and you got a little something from the sequel trilogy teased as well. So it's like for the first time now, because season one came out before episode nine rise of skywalker came out so this is really the first true star wars thing that's released (laughs) post all the skywalker saga movies so they've trying to incorporate everything into this show Mm -hmm. and have it be like so when you watch all the other movies later you're like oh that makes sense
1: but they're not done, because we have the Book of Boba Fett that's coming out next year. We also have Rangers of the New Republic and Ahsoka. And yeah. then you have Andor, Obi-Wan Kenobi, the Acolyte, and Lando.
0: So I'm going to presume Lando is going to be the Donald Glover Lando from Solo.
1: Which would make sense, because it would make sense.
0: And also, let's be honest, Donald Glover was the best part in Solo. He was And Mandalorian Season 3, I think, is going to be after Book of Boba Fett.
1: Yeah. But... It's like they're going to uh, work, start working on it after they finish Season 1 of Book of Boba Fett.
0: Well, the question is, where do they go now with the Mandalorian? Have,
1: yeah, because the story was basically the child and the Mandalorian. And now that they both have what they want, it's like, okay... Where do you go from here?
0: So the next step would probably be them going to Mandalore.
1: To help the Mandalorians free it from the oh I can't. Now I get it.
0: That's the next that would probably be the next step.
1: Make their way to Mandalore.
0: Yeah. But the thing is, okay, now the child is with Luke Skywalker, but now you have this whole mystery about, okay, well what's gonna happen to him? Mm-hmm. What's gonna? Because we know what's gonna happen to Luke Skywalker's Jedi Temple of Kylo Ren. Is he gonna find a way to escape? Gonna be hard. Now, well, from what I heard, the whole thing with all these series is they're gonna lead to a big Avengers type event in the Star Wars universe. Season two of the Mandalorian, that's done, and so we're gonna have to wait. I'll never. 12 months for the book of Boba Fett and a a little
1: bit longer for the Mandalorian season three at this point it's like waiting for Game of Thrones while watching Westworld or waiting for Westworld while watching Game of Thrones
0: or waiting for the Game of Thrones prequel
1: which is also gonna be awesome
0: oh because Matt Smith's in it
1: yes
0: I'll be honest I only saw like part of the last season of Game of Thrones because it was on before Barry. And you know how much I love Barry.
1: I know how much you love Barry.
0: I'm going to be honest, since this prequel starts at the very beginning of Game of Thrones, I'm going to give it a try. Okie dokie. Until then, we're going to take a short little break, enjoy some classic commercials. and We'll be back as we talk about phase four of the MCU as we preview that. So we'll be right back in just a minute.
2: After these messages, we'll be
3: right back. Thursday, it's a birthday surprise to David from Mickey. We got it made. And is Carla's sister as pure as the driven snow? She's loose. Only Sam's gonna know for sure. Cheers! Then it's the season premiere of Hill Street Blues. It's gonna be a deuce. The Emmy winner returns Thursday. Be there. She put on a uniform and risked her life. When she took it off to become a magazine center pool. she risked her family, her lover, her job. Policewoman Center Monday. CBS Sports Break, sponsored by the Hoover Company. Good evening. Chicago's Michael Jordan, with 55 points, became the first player in NBA playoff history to record back-to-back 50-point games. His Bulls take a two-games-to-nothing lead in that best-of-five series. Elsewhere in the east, Larry Bird was the high man in Boston, 36 points. As the Celtics ran away from the Knicks again, the Celtics lead 2-zip in that best of 5. Meantime, out west, Seattle got a super performance from Dale Ellis, 24 points as the Sonics even that series with Denver. And I'll have more after this. clean up fast with the cordless hoover double duty dry spills and wet spills too the hoover double duty it eats drinks and says happy mother's day in baseball dwight gooden became the national league's first six-game winner that's five more victories than the baltimore orioles have managed all season for cbs sports break i'm pat o'brien this is cbs i think men and women should share household chores don't you? I cook and my husband Bill those dishes. He's terrific at it. He always scrapes plates and he never ever overloads. No matter who does the dishes, Cascade does the dirty work. Other leading brands can leave spots so your dishes look dirty. Cascade with Sheeting Action gets them so clean they're virtually spotless. Perfect. Mm, just like you, my love. We're back with WCW Goldberg's in trouble. Ming to the front. Back, he goes with a turnbuckle. Into the gut. But Goldberg rebounds with a headbutt. Ming on the outside. Ming gets a chair. Goldberg gets a chair. This could get ugly. They're gonna... They're gonna... Well, they're gonna eat pizza. Little Caesar's WCW meal. Get a free WCW motion card when you order two medium pizzas for just 9 dollars Collect all four.
0: Pizza, pizza. I'll trade you these three for Goldberg. Nope. Wow to make dreams come
3: true oh, i just want to give a house away that's all share the joy and play along for your exciting dream house weekday. This week play along and go crazy with all your favorite Hollywood celebrities oh. on the new Battle Stars the game show that will blow you away faster than a sperm whale with gas Alex Trebek is your huggable host Tom Selleck has nothing on you Alex with The new Battle Stars blasts off this week on NBC
0: Welcome
1: back from commercials everyone
0: Yeah I hope you enjoyed all those old commercial Lord knows that, we did. Yeah, we did. Oh, by the way, I did not know Paul Abdul apparently is on The Masked Singer.
1: Oh, no, The Masked Dancer. Oh, The Masked Dancer. Oh, the Masked Dancer.
0: Masked Dancer. Dancer. She, the
1: Masked Dancer, which, by the way, premieres tonight as we record this.
0: Oh, yes. So
1: I've already set it to record, and I will give you a full uh, sit-up whenever somebody asks for Anyway, it's really going to be all driven by the clues, because we don't know how any of them dance.
0: No, we don't know how these people dance.
1: You can see one person dance and say, hey, you're my Uncle Billy, aren't you? Is that you? Last time I saw you, you were hugging the toilet. Anyway.
0: So now, phase four of the MCU. We've been waiting. Oh, let's see. It's been a good...
1: I think the last time we saw like a commercial with a date on it was during the Super Bowl for uh, Black Widow, which, yeah. by the way, has delayed to May of 2021, I'll know why.
0: So, all right, the last technical thing that was released in the MCU would have been July of 2019, which would have been far from home, as we mentioned when right. we did the when we talked about this the last time in October. So, okay, so now because we're gonna have the first series on Disney Plus related to Phase Four on January 15th.
1: And I'm already ready for it. It is, it is going to be WandaVision, which, of course, stars Elizabeth Olsen as Wanda Maximoff and Paul Bettany as the Vision from the Avengers series. We're also going to see uh, appearances from Tiana Paris, Kat Dennings, Randall Park, and Katherine Hahn.
0: Yeah, because R- Randall Park will be reprising, I believe, this character from Ant-Man the Wasp. Jimmy Woo. Yes.
1: He was the uh, parole officer of Ant-Man.
0: Yes. And Kat Dennings, of course, reprising her character as Dorsey in Thor and Thor The Dark World.
1: And the new characters, they have their own connection with the universe. And Tiana Paris is playing Monica Rambeau, who is the daughter of Maria Rambeau, who looks up to her mother's friend and colleague, Carol Danvers, a.k.a captain marvel
0: oh yeah she was the little she was the little girl in captain marvel yeah her was character at we, least yeah
1: yeah her character maria rambo
0: so how does she end up in this universe
1: i have no idea
0: how how does vision come back that's what i want to know
1: yeah because he
0: he like, was dead
1: he was he dead was his... dead he was he he died when they took the mind stone
0: yeah so, like, how, how in the world does he come back?
1: I have no clue. Because remember, as I said before, he died when they took the Mind Stone in Infinity War. So, how are they going to explain his sudden reappearance?
0: So, this is, I'm going to guess, it's going to be like eight or ten episodes this series.
1: Well, six or not. Six or eight.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a... going to be interesting to to try and figure out because little if any has been released about this series.
0: For and from what we understand, this is going to be played like a sitcom, uh, which is weird. What are
1: those old timey sitcoms?
0: Yeah, so basically, this is like Old Lady House from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. That's why <laughs> I basically described this episode, this series, as it's basically the MCU version of Old Lady House. Life is, oh, life is hard on your own, but here's a place to call home. Old Lady House, where there are no laws.
2: Old Lady House, there in menopause. Old Lady House, you'll never be alone.
1: Oh God, is that gonna be the whole series, or is this gonna be one episode? How do we know?
0: But then in in March, we're oh, gonna then get in March. We're getting the final getting the Falcon, and the Winter Soldier where we continue the adventures of Sam Wilson and Bucky Barnes.
1: Of course, both are going to be played by Anthony Mackie, fresh off of doing a bit on season two of uh, Altered Carbon on Netflix. And Sebastian Stan, I don't know what the last thing he was doing.
0: But we're going to have uh, the return of Helmut Z- Zemo from Captain America Civil War. And we're also going to have Emily Van back as Sharon Carter, the
1: uh, the niece of Peggy Carter.
0: Yes. Which, man, you know that that kiss between her and Steve in Civil War. That's got to be yeah. like the most awkward kiss. Yeah. Since Luke like and the like I aunt kissed. Like I kissed your aunt. What are you doing? Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, George St. Pierre is going to be on this show. know yeah, What gotta... is George St. Pierre?
1: He's reprising his role as George Petrock a mercenary known for Captain America and the Winter Soldier Captain America and the Winter Soldier
0: eh, oh a master of the french form of kickboxing known as savat yep i remember when Savant was like a thing they they would discuss in the early ufc's like oh it's it's a french form of kickboxing Yeah, like oh man, Savat, that sounds mysterious.
1: It wasn't serious. Oh, actually, it was but it kind of fell out of favor for some reason.
0: Yeah. And also we have Wyatt Russell as a new character playing the role of John Walker who is a militaristic successor to Captain America created by the U.S. government. And And, and everybody
1: who reads the comics knows him as U.S. agent.
0: Oh yeah, U.S. agent. I remember the character because I remember when back in the day, 1990, 91 toy biz had like a series of Marvel superhero figures because they, they had released like the DC superhero figures the year before when the Batman movie came out. And by the way, as a five or six year old kid, I could add all the DC superhero toy biz, biz from 89. I don't know why my parents let me get them all, but they got them all for me.
1: They enjoy it.
0: Yeah, they're probably sitting somewhere in and I also got the collector's case for it. They might still be for all I know in my parents' basement. they could be worth and I've and I go to like a I go to like a shop out in Medford, a shop that sells wrestling figures called Hastel Toy. Hi, Mitch, by the way, in case you're listening. But he did have in that store a mock mint on card Toy Biz Marvel Superheroes figure of US Agent. And I do remember that figure as a kid. It's basically He's basically a Captain America, except he's like his suit's black.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that's about right.
0: And he has a shield too,
1: but it's not like the uh, it's not the vibranium shield that Cap would yield because.
0: Oh obviously... no! No, that has a star. His is just like a circle. It's just a plain circle, with like nothing on it.
1: He wears his flag on it. He says his flag on his chest.
0: Yeah, he doesn't really need. It's like, I don't need to show my patriotism on a friggin' shield.
1: And and, and let's just say, his patriotism, not to be denied, his morality, questionable.
0: Yeah, so he's kind of like... What would you say U.S. agent is? He's kind of like...
1: He's a mercenary. He's
0: He's a a mercenary
1: for America.
0: (laughs) He's a mercenary Captain America. He's not the Boy Scout Steve Rogers is.
1: Not even close.
0: But remember, at the end of Endgame, old man Steve, he gave... Sam, his shield. Yeah. So we presumed at the end he was going to be Captain America, like in the comics, but he's not.
1: But um, So that's going to be interesting to see how that plays out, because, again, all of this is supposedly taking place after the events of
0: Endgame. We'll see how that happens. March, all right, Wikipedia says... March 19th is going to be the release date. I don't know if that they've announced an official release date yet. For all we know, it could be any date in March. Yeah, But yeah. Just, that's like,
1: gonna... you know, just like an any date in May, they could go ahead and release the third TV series in the universe in Phase 4, Loki.
0: Oh, yes. Okay. So before we get to the, the movies, yeah, Loki. We got Tom Hiddleston reprising his role as Loki in this series. And it's going to be related to... I guess this is going to be kind of, like, directly following how Loki escaped with the uh, the Tesseract. So, Again,
1: it's a time-traveling epic. Altering human history, using the Tesseract, ending up trapped in his own crime thriller.
0: Yeah. We still are in the trailer... That he's apparently DB Cooper. Wait, what? Yeah, he jumps out of an airplane, and it's implied he's DB Cooper. Okay, and of course, in this series, because I don't think, they haven't really announced much of a cast for this.
1: No, we have, we do have a cast of Owen Wilson playing Mobius M. Mobius, a member of the Time Variance Authority, who polices the multiverse. And another member of the Tiberians Authority, played by Gugu Mbatha-Raw, who you might remember from the uh, Doctor Who sort of uh, arc involving Harold Saxon, playing Martha Jones's sister.
0: Oh, okay. I was trying to think, what episode of Doctor Who was she on? I'm like, oh, now that makes sense.
1: She She was in that entire arc.
0: Yeah, that entire arc with her. Yeah. So what, So okay. So yeah. So we've so out of C- series three of Doctor Who, we've had two guest stars who became characters in a Marvel related movie. You uh-huh. know who the other one was?
1: If I'm not mistaken, the other one was Karen Gillan.
0: No, Karen Gillan was se- season five, series. Okay, five. my
1: mistake. My okay,
0: mistake. it was a guest star. That
1: was a, uh, yeah, got nothing.
0: It was Andrew Garfield.
1: Oh yeah, Andrew Garfield. Although he, oh, oh wait a minute, I was gonna say although he isn't part of the universe, but then I remember. Yeah. Oh yeah, we'll get to We'll get
0: to that later. We'll get that.
1: We'll get there. We'll get to that. To, we'll get we have,
0: we'll get to that. Remember, yeah. I said more of a related movie. I didn't say MCU. Oh okay, that was the that was the key word. Yeah, we're gonna see what's gonna happen in Loki. That'll be exciting. But okay, now we're gonna finally get to the movies. Okay, so, the first
1: movie is the, of course, the Delayed Black Widow with uh, Scarlett Johansson's character's origin story.
0: Well, it's, I, I don't think it's necessarily an origin story. It's basically... Because this is going to take place after Civil War, but okay. before the events of Infinity War and Endgame.
1: Oh, oh, never mind. Then, then it's sort of a... Well, it's not an origin story, but it, but it is a backstory of
0: sorts. It's sort of a backstory on... Natasha's character. So, yeah, we, so we get to finally meet her family in this movie or the, the people she considers her family.
1: Yeah. Among them is Yelena Belova, another Black Widow. But this one is played by Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh, I wish I could remember who I remember her from. But
0: she was in a she was in that midsummer movie. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And she's also in the uh, movie Fighting With My Family, which is the WWE Studios movie based on the life of Paige.
1: She she played Paige.
0: Yeah, she played Paige. Okay. And then we also have... David Harper from Stranger Things playing Red Guardian. And this is the character I'm most excited to see. I'm
1: ready for this.
0: I'm ready for this. So he's the Russian super soldier equivalent to Captain America. <laughs> but, the- sort of- yeah. <laughs> but the hilarious thing is <laughs> he's basically fat. He basically, I guess he somehow got... Uh,
1: Yeah, if anybody remembers David Harbour in Stranger Things, he is not a physically fit
0: person. Oh, no, no. This is probably going to be my favorite character, because I'm going to relate to this guy. This is the character I can relate to. He's fat! He's fat! (laughs) He's fat! This is probably the one character I could realistically cosplay (laughs) as.
1: I would pay money to see that.
0: How much?
1: uh, Moving on.
0: Oh, yeah, William Hertz back as uh, General Ross in this one. You got Rachel Weiss in this as... Another, another... Black
1: Widow. Yes. Alina Vostokov,
0: Yes. So I guess these Black Widows are like... They're like a thing in Russia.
1: They, yeah, I'm guessing they are. Another thing that's going to be in this build is the Taskmaster.
0: Oh, yeah, the Taskmaster. Not Kevin Sullivan. It's another no. Taskmaster.
1: It's a, it's the Taskmaster. a guy, The guy that could... Do anything and become anyone. If you are a follower of the comics, that's basically who Taskmaster is.
0: And if you played the Spider-Man PS4 game, you kind of are familiar with Taskmaster already. Yeah,
1: so that's going to be something to look forward to.
0: And then uh, July 9th, we have Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings.
1: Okay, Uh, I'm looking forward to this because I grew up reading my dad's Shang-Chi comics.
0: Yeah, it, this is a character, as I mentioned two months ago, I know nothing about. So this is going to be like complete, this whole character is completely new to me. But yeah, yeah. so it's as like- as we see in the Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, now, guys, if you remember the Marvel one-shot with Ben Kingsley reprising his role as Trevor from Iron uh-huh. Man 3, All Hail the King, we learned at the end of the short that there's actually, because Trevor was a fake Mandarin by Killian, who was Guy Pierce's character, manipulating everything. But he finds out there's actually a real Mandarin, and he's not happy. He's not happy with Ben King's character that he basically mocked him by playing the Mandarin. And we're going to see the Mandarin for the first, the real Mandarin, for the first time in the MCU. So we're
1: basically seeing this guy as the Mandarin. Uh, For those of you who don't know, Shang-Chi is the uh, son of an American woman and Fu Manchu, who is sort of like the big bad in that series. And in the movie Shang-Chi the Legends of the Ten Rings, he is going to be played by Simu Liu, who is known more as as a stuntman in his native Canada.
0: So this is basically Marvel taking a risk here with an unknown actor, at least to American audiences. So That would be be, something.
1: Yeah, he's he's known for more of his work in Blood and Water, which is a uh, sort of a joint China-Canada production.
0: Oh, okay. And I'm kind of impressed by some of the people they have in the cast.
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: We we got Aquafina in the cast as Shang-Chi's friend. Michelle Uh, Yeoh's in the movie. Yeah,
1: yeah, Tony Leung, actor out of Hong Kong, uh, who was named by CNN as one of Asia's 25 greatest actors of all time. So that's going to be interesting.
0: Yeah, he's playing the Mandarin in this. And also, Ronnie Cheng from The Daily Show is playing a character in this. Mm. All right. So then, oh, yeah, November. November fifth, tentatively, we have the Eternals. Now, this is another, this is another gr- thing I'm completely blank on. I know nothing about the Eternals. I
1: don't know anything about the Eternals either. Yeah. All I know is that I don't. They're sort of a race created by the Celestials, the along the same, alongs the same lines as the Immortals. Was it the Immortals? Wait, the Inhumans. It? Thank you, Brain.
0: The Inhumans. Because everyone's forgotten about that terrible Inhumans show.
1: Everybody, yeah that that might be on the list. Uh, it's all
0: sometime. it's long since. Oh, on it's the list.
1: all. Oh, it's long since on the list. Yeah,
0: it's so bad that Kevin Feige wanted nothing to do with it. Yeah, <laughs> it's I like, know. Because remember, because remember, Inhumans was gonna be in fa- the end of Phase Two. Because Marvel really wanted to have, because this was when before this was like way before the Fox merger happened. Yeah, and it's like, and everybody's like, I don't want the frigging Inhumans. Get that out of here. And so, Mar- so Dizzy was like, "Okay, Kevin Feige, we- we'll do whatever you say because you're making us a lot of money."
1: So we have the Eternals with Angelina Jolie and Richard Madden and Kumail Nanjiani.
0: Oh, and he has been—he is completely and, buff for this movie. He, he got built. He got ripped. I want to know where he—he he went to the. I want to
1: know. I want to know his regimen so I can, you know, get ripped.
0: Yeah, I want. Well, apparently, well, I can't do it now because of COVID. But seriously, whatever he did. Seriously, I want to know. I want to know how you did it. Oh, Selma Hayek's in this movie.
1: Yep, Selma Hayek's in this movie. Kit Harington from Game of Thrones is in this movie. Gemma Chan's in this movie.
0: Apparently, like, the character Kit Harington is playing is going to be, like, a pivotal character going forward in the MCU. Which I guess makes sense, because you... You you got Kit Harrington coming off of Game of Thrones, so. Dane
1: Whitman, a human warrior who wields a mystical sword.
0: Ooh. Oh, yeah, I forgot Gemma Chan was also in, uh. She was in Captain Marvel.
1: Yep. She, she was... played Mid Irva. Okay. That's gonna That's... be weird.
0: Yeah, because there's like the same. Well, there's only so many people in the universe. There's bound to be two people that look similar. True. And then. Okay. At at the end of the year in December, uh, it's we've been we've been waiting. It's been a long time coming, but fu- we're gonna have the grand finale of the Spider-Man Homecoming trilogy.
1: Yep, we have.
0: What's we, that? What's, which which? We have
1: we're basically having all the Spider-Man. Just give them yeah, all the Spider-Man.
0: apparently all the, It has not been officially announced yet, but we haven't. We, but sources have have, have told. sources sources have told this intrepid duo that there's going to be so many Spider-Men in the movie it's going to be basically a real life version of of Into Into the the Spider-Verse not only that but it's also been foretold by Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt long ago in 2016 when they did the sequel to the Spider-Man musical Spider-Man 2 Too Many (laughs) Spider-Men So let's remember let's go back. Back and four from home, Quentin Beck, he laid a trap on Peter Parker, and he 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 manipulated the world into thinking Peter Parker killed him. Yeah. So okay. And also, as we know, thank you, Pat Kiernan. The news was broken by J. Jonah Jameson. Played by JK Simmons. Yeah. reprising his role from the Raimi trilogy, which if you really think about it, basically did confirm the multiverse. because Pretty,
1: pretty much, I mean, th- not only... This, uh, they're, uh, they're pretty much doubling down if you look at the cast because we have Electro, Jamie Fox is coming back as Electro, Alfred Molina is coming back as, Doct- as Doctor Octopus, and Benedict Cumberbatch is coming back as Doctor Strange.
0: Yes. So... Doctor Strange is basically in this movie going to play the Tony Stark role from Homecoming in this movie.
1: Like, and this I, I, guy needs a mentor in all the damn films for some reason.
0: Well, let's be honest. He's still in high school. He doesn't know how to be Spider-Man yet. So I'm guessing this is going to be gonna complete the arc back going all the way back to Captain America's Civil War. So we have the entire cast pretty much back from the Homecoming trilogy. But, okay, how are we going to explain all these villains that are coming back?
1: I have no clue. They haven't even started filming the, the thing yet. They don't start until next month, and they start filming in Atlanta area, in the Atlanta area, in At- January and in March. And then they're going to wrap up in March in both Los Angeles and Iceland. So
0: Okay. What are they going to Iceland for? I have no idea. Electro have like a lair in Iceland? Oh, wait a minute. I thought of something, okay? What's that? What's that? Iceland, okay. If Quittenbeck revealed that Peter Parker was Spider-Man, you know who would be after him probably? Craven the Hunter. There you go. Craven the Hunter would probably be... That's the only explanation I think there would be for Iceland, would be Craven the Hunter.
1: Which would totally makes sense now. All of these people coming back, you have to wonder who's going to be the big bad because there's got to be a big bad in all of this.
0: Yeah, and how does this... Because, okay, Doctor Strange is involved in this so you have to think, okay, maybe Quentin Beck is playing around trying to bring... Because I have a feeling that Mysterio is still alive.
1: Yeah. What is he going to do, huh?
0: So, okay... He's, so he's probably like, I got a great idea. He's probably thinking of his my thinking. This is my this is how I would book this movie, okay? He's probably like, you know what? I, I I revealed that Peter Parker's actually Spider-Man. Now I'm gonna now I'm gonna destroy him. Yeah. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get all these people that Spider-Man they all in all the universe, and all these different universes that hate Peter Parker so much and I'm going to say hey kill this and MF for me kill him yeah that's how I think it's going to be and then Doctor Strange will be like oh oh no no Peter I, I, we this is a serious situation you're going to need some help here and that's when
1: all the Spider-Men
0: yeah. and who knows
1: there might be somebody playing Miles Morales by then I don't know
0: Yeah, they, yeah. You gotta think eventually at some point they're gonna book, they're gonna cast Miles Morales at some point.
1: You almost said book. I totally got that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, that's gonna be exciting. Oh yeah, and I forgot. Another movie that's coming out in Phase 4 at the start of 2022. Oh gosh, what? Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. How could we have forgotten that?
1: Well, I blame... The too many Spider-Men. Too many you
0: Spider-Men. Know. You had to crush yeah, but, that Spider-Man and then that other Spider-Man.
1: Which would probably explain all... The the whole uh, multiverse thing would probably explain where all the Spider-Man came from in the uh, Spider-Man sequel, whenever that comes out. But yeah, Doctor Strange of the Multiverse of Madness... Because you know Doctor Strange, he's he's always in tune with the multiverse. He mm-hmm. always says... There's, like, so many uh, possibilities for how Endgame would end, and
0: he said... It would be one in, how like, three million or something. Well, well, what a coincidence it turned out to be the one situation where they won.
1: Bennett Cumberbatch is returning as Stephen Strange, the Sorcerer Supreme, and joining him will be Chiwetel Ejiofor as Carl Mordo, a former... Master of the Mystic Arts and mentor turned enemy who hunts other sorcerers.
0: Yes, because if you remember at the end of Doctor Strange one, he went after Benjamin Bratt. Yeah, he want, He's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get all the sorcerers now.
1: Uh, Rachel McAdams is returning as uh, Christine Palmer, who is Doctor Strange's significant other.
0: Yeah, and very, I gotta say, she was very underutilized in the first movie. Oh
1: yeah, I imagine that she's gonna have a bigger role in this second
0: one. Just a matter of,
1: hopefully. Speaking (laughs) of bigger roles, Benedict Wong will return as Wong.
0: You know, I have a question. What do you think Wong did during that time between Infinity War and Endgame? We don't think he snapped, right? He just stayed in that one room. No,
1: he just stayed in that one room. Probably playing was... Candy Crush on his phone or something.
0: He's pro- he was binding his time until, like, till uh, Hulk did did his own snap and brought everybody back.
1: And also, Elizabeth Olsen as Scarlet Witch is returning.
0: This will be obviously after WandaVision. Oh, definitely. And then we got a uh, we got a new character in this one.
1: Sochil Gomez as America Chavez and. According to uh, Truth by Consensus, Wikipedia, America Chavez is also known as Miss
0: America. Not that Miss America. It's a it's a superhero called Miss America.
1: Yeah, and she is, and I am. I'm reading point blank here. Marvel's first Latin American LGBTQ character.
0: Wow. Star
1: in an ongoing series.
0: Oh, that's that's amazing. That's how
1: you, yeah. That's how you heard was the glass roof
0: shattering. The one important thing I want to note about Doctor Strange too is the guy who's directing it.
1: Um, who would that be?
0: That would be Mr. Sam Raimi.
1: Oh, oh, the master of the Spider-Man trilogy, the yeah. only, the only Spider-Man trilogy that counts, I should say.
0: Well, until Spider Man three in the MCU, yes. Then there'll be there'll be two because since Andrew Garfield didn't even complete his trilogy. Yeah, so.
1: we don't we don't talk about the Andrew Garfield Spider Man, although he was good on Doctor Who and in The Social Network. We just don't talk about him on in Spider Man,
0: at least until his. It hasn't been confirmed yet, but we have an idea. Considering we have Sam Raimi involved, you got to figure that maybe maybe he's going to introduce some some characters we've seen in other marvel movies maybe perhaps maybe we'll see a glimpse of the x-men maybe maybe the fantastic four maybe maybe the fantastic maybe the fa- maybe this is how the fantastic four
1: come in is it too much to ask to see a fantastic four movie that doesn't suck
0: uh, we'll get we'll get to that later when we talk about the MCU Fantastic Four, but I have to say, who knows? Maybe we'll have like in Multiverse Madness characters played by actors of Marvel characters that weren't in any movies. Wouldn't that be amazing? That
1: would be amazing. I'm still wondering, you know, when do when does anyone from the Marvel TV series is, series is, that, that that's a word. When does anyone from the Marvel TV series show up? Because you remember we had all the Netflix series, we had all the uh, Hulu series, and the Freeform series, and the upcoming. And you can't count. Well, um, you can't count the uh, main characters in the in the uh, Disney Plus series because, well, they showed up first as movie characters.
0: Well, hold up! Didn't Jarvis the Butler show up in Endgame? Oh, Uh. As Jarvis, Tony...
1: I think, if I'm not mistaken, Char- <laughs> Jarvis the Butler showed up in Agent Carter.
0: Yeah, but he showed up in Endgame. Because remember, like when when um, older Howard, the John Slattery version of Howard Stark, he turns to Jarvis is like, Have "We ever met that guy? You meet a lot of people, sir. Seems very familiar. Weird beard. True." He does know a lot of people, but...
1: He does know a lot of people.
0: But little did he know, he would be talking to his son, Doctor Strange 2. It's going to be good times.
1: Some, some to look forward to.
0: Yeah. Oh, and we didn't even get to the exciting part from Disney Plus coming in oh. mid-2021. What if? What with if? The,
1: with Jeffrey Wright as the Watcher?
0: Yeah, we we discussed this briefly on the year-end show that's coming up on New Year's Eve, but yeah, for those of you who don't know what What If is, okay, so The Watcher is, this is based on the comic book, it's like, what if like, what if things in the Marvel Universe were different? Like, I don't know, what if, like, I don't know.
1: Uh, I think the the examples I gave were what if Spider-Man married Mary Jane,
0: or what if like Gwen Stacy didn't actually die, which they kind of already have.
1: And what if King T'Challa was kidnapped by? (laughs) Oh
0: oh yeah, by Yondu, which is going to happen in this series. So that's going to be exciting. Oh, and we're going to have what if in this series? What if Peggy Carter? got the super soldier's theorem it's
1: gonna be it's gonna be a really cool watch let me tell you
0: let's look at the all the people that are coming back for this
1: uh we uh, have Haley atwell as peggy carter the late great chadwick boseman as t'challa josh brolin as thanos dominic cooper as howard stark michael douglas as hank pym Karen Gillan is Nebula. Jeff Goldblum as Grandmaster. Oh, <laughs> I
0: can't get enough of Grandmaster. I'm so excited he's going to be in this.
1: Yes. Sean Gunn is Crankled Off and Terry. Chris Hemsworth is Thor. Tom Hiddleston is Loki. Jamon Honsu is Korath the Pursuer. Samuel L. Jackson is Nick Mother Bleeping Fury. To- Toby Jones is Arnim Zola. Michael B. Jordan is Killmonger. Neil McDonald as Dum Dum Dugan, Natalie Portman is Jane Foster, Jeremy Renner is Clint Barton, Michael Rooker is Yadu Udonta, Paul Rudd is Scott Lang, Mark Ruffalo is Bruce Banner, Sebastian Stan as Bucky Barnes, and Taika Waititi as Korg.
0: Oh, that's I, oh, I can't wait for Korg to appear on this.
1: Korg,
0: ah, uh, the most I'd say the most beloved character in the MCU is Korg. Korg.
3: nah nothing makes sense here man the only thing that does make sense is that nothing makes sense
0: All right. additionally tony stark iron man steve rogers captain america tantalair tyvin the collector Stephen strange carol danvers slash captain marvel and howard the duck will be featured in this series yes howard so they- the duck yes and i presume Seth green will be voicing him
1: he has to.
0: I do know Steve Rogers is going to be in that. The episode I mentioned about um, Peggy becoming—I well, Peggy she becoming wouldn't be Captain America. Captain America. She'd be Captain Britain.
1: So that's going to be interesting. Let's look at and the, what this. if Loki wielded Mjolnir?
0: Oh, that'll be sick. That will be sick.
1: And of course, later on, you have uh, Miss Marvel.
0: Yes played
1: is by Iman Vellani's playing Miss Marvel. And again, if you se- if you played the Avengers video game in the in all the consoles, you know who played- you, you know, know who she is. is. She is- she's is the one you're playing.
0: It's basically her origin story. And I actually just got that game on PS4. I got to play it sometime, so.
1: Yes, sir, you do.
0: It'll be exciting to see and I believe the character is going to be in the Captain Marvel sequel also. I think so. Because she she idolized. Because she was the successor to Carol Danvers, who was Miss Marvel previously, who, of course, became Captain Marvel. When she became Captain Marvel, there was a vacancy in that character, and they filled her with Kamala Khan.
1: Right. And then you also have Hawkeye, which is basically uh, Jeremy Renner reprising his role as Hawkeye. Yes. With Haley Steinfeld. Vera Farmiga, Prof B, Tony Dalton, Zon McClendon, and Brian Darcy James, and Alakma Cox. With a special appearance by Florence View as a Black Widow.
0: Yeah, so she's going com- to come into play into this series, though. Curious your Black Widow, how she plays into this series?
1: Okay, so interestingly enough, though, this series is not about Clint Barton as Hawkeye. No. It's about him as Ronan. It's about Kate Bishop as Hawkeye, which is going to be an interesting little watch. Yes, the girl from Bumblebee who recorded that one song that one time that everybody was singing is going to be Hawkeye.
0: Yeah. That's going to be awesome. Of course, (laughs) Kelly Steinfeld was Gwen Stacy and Into the Spider-Verse. So this isn't her first rodeo. With so, a Marvel character,
1: talked about Loki. Well, talked about what if, and then there was there was uh, some more more series announced. Moon Knight in twenty twenty two. Yes, all of these were just announced. There's nothing real uh, eh. to talk about. We yeah. have Moon Knight. Moon
0: Knight. Yeah, Moon Knight. I, I is a character I vaguely know about. I know because he's in the Pinball FX games from Zen Studios. Yep. Yeah. So that's I, I, all, all I know
1: of is as as uh, Marvel's answer to Batman.
0: Yeah, and apparently, from what I heard, this is going to be like an Indiana Jones type series. That would be kind of curious because I think Kevin Feige said his favorite movie is uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. So, so
1: that's going to be an interesting little watch there. Yeah, uh, we also have She Hulk featuring Tatiana Maslany, late of Orphan Black, of course. And, that, that's going to be fun
0: but also we have in that series we're going to have Mark Ruffalo reprising his role as Bruce Banner and then the, the, this is one I'm excited about Tim Roth is reprising his role as Abomination from Incredible Hulk what? yeah so uh, all they need is is Tim Blake Nelson back as the leader because I really want to have that loose end from Incredible Hulk finally answered. <laughs> yeah, I guess... I've been, ha- I've been okay. hanging for 12 years about that plot thread. They
1: didn't answer that question in Thor Ragnarok, did they?
0: What question from Thor Ragnarok?
1: I don't know. No, it's like, they didn't answer that question, that, that, that plot line you were just talking about. They, they oh, yeah. That. They didn't answer that question in Thor Ragnarok.
0: No. No.
1: Okay. Now, now we also have the oh god from oh, the people is... from the people who brought you the Star the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special comes the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special
0: and this is going to be released in conjunction <laughs> before Guardians of the Galaxy Volume <laughs> 3 comes out. It's going to be filmed around the same time. So, is this going to be the MCU's parody of the Star Wars Holiday Special? Will they Probably! Have, will they have a news anchor before the special talking about fighting the frizzies?
1: Probably! Will they
0: have fake commercials during the special? Probably! This would be so great. Oh my god. Uh, and, you, know, But, okay. So, man, James Gunn has so much on his plate. He's got the Suicide Squad sequel coming out in 2021. And then afterwards, you're not going to believe this, Chico, but he's spitting off one of the characters from the Suicide Squad. And did you know this? It's yes, gonna be, I, I think I told you about this. It's yeah, gonna be, you did. It's, it's going to be so method. The actor who's playing, the character peacemaker is going to be played by nobody. It's just gonna be talking to empty space. It's a it's a completely method series. I heard, and Chico is shaking his head. If you if you know what we're talking about, you know who we're talking about. He's talking about John Cena. And then we're gonna have this Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, and then, Oh. Guardians Guardians of the Galaxy 3 but we'll get to that we gotta talk about the the 2022 oh boy
1: okay we'll get to that film in a second but Thor Love and Thunder which is basically okay somebody else is gonna wield Mjolnir
0: and we know who it's gonna be
1: it's gonna be Natalie Portman
0: it's gonna be Jane Foster who's coming back how does Jane Foster come back
1: I, I don't know
0: because, I, I know cause we you know, know in the thrower line in Thor Ragnarok that they, that her and Thor broke up. So how does she come back into play?
1: I don't know. It's going to be interesting to figure out. But I I do not know how they're going to uh thread this needle, so to speak.
0: Okay, so Tessa Thompson's back in this
1: because, of course, she is. She is after all the king of New Asgard.
0: Yeah, and oh my god, the. <laughs> The villain in this movie. Oh, this is this is so or
1: the God Butcher,
0: played by Christian Bale. That's right, folks. The Dark Knight is playing the villain in Thor Eleven. Thunder.
1: The Dark Knight just got darker. Yes, <clears throat> and we have the return of Star Lord.
0: Yes, yeah, Chris Pratt is back in this.
1: How's that gonna? Well, I I I <laughs> ask how that was gonna figure in but remember this is the same sort of franchise who had thor find hulk
0: well remember thor went with the guardians at the oh, end Oh yeah of that's right thor Endgame. went with the guardians so yeah maybe they'll just drop him off wherever he needs to go i don't yeah. know I don't, I don't know
1: either
0: so yeah oh and jamie Alexander's back as lady Sif. nice so that's
1: love and thunder and after that is Black Panther 2 which i'm genuinely curious as to how they're going to sort of
0: write around the death of Chadwick Boseman yeah and who they're no, going
1: no, no, they do have the they do have Ryan Coogler who wrote the original Black Panther so he knows how to write himself out of a quarter of need be
0: i don't know are they going to explore like these i think Kevin Feige said at Disney Plus investor Me, it's going to be about the world of Wakanda so what else is there in Wakanda?
1: I don't know as far as I remember after the events of Black Panther the Wakandans finally opened their borders to the world and King T'Challa opens sort of a field office in New York City
0: yeah and I think he opened one in Oakland too yeah yeah because doesn't, like, her, his sister, like, recruit, like, the two people in the basketball court at the end yes. of the Black for,
1: Yes. Uh,
0: it's going to be very tough. I'm, I'll be curious to see how they... Uh... Gonna,
1: it's like, uh, oh, God, this is going to be like... It's like, watch, is... it's like watching Jeopardy, knowing that Alex Trebek is not going to host that January
0: night. This is like, okay, this is kind of like, this is a whole different thing. But it's like it's like watching the sequels to The Crow after Brandon Lee died.
1: Yeah. I imagine it's going to be really good, but it's like, okay, how is this going to even happen?
0: Yeah. Well, that's July of 2022. Yes. And then November of 11th, 2022, tentatively is the sequel to Captain Marvel.
1: With Brie Larson.
0: No, 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 hold on. No. Not
1: Bree Larson. It's Barry Larson. L- What's
2: Uh what her name? Her name Barry Larson. She's in the she won Oscar for the movie the Stalk in the Basement. Oh, also, she's in the movie King Kong got love with her. But how he makes sex with her? She's young, she's small, and here big. I don't know.
0: That's what Yahya said. It's Barry Lonson.
1: It's Bree Larson.
0: It's Brie Larson.
2: <laughs> and
1: and she's reprising her role as Captain Marvel, and Iman Vellani will be reprising her role as Ms. Marvel.
0: Yeah, so I'm going to guess there's going to be some reason she returns to Earth. I get it. Assuming this takes place on Earth, yeah, maybe because if you remember at the end of Far From Home, like it, the end credit scene is basically Nick Fury on that ship. So I'm guessing maybe that's. That kind of comes into play, I guess.
1: But remember, Ms. Marvel doesn't go out into space. At least, I don't think she's going to go out into space. It's going to be interesting to figure out how they're going to incorporate uh, her character.
0: Yeah. And then, at the around the end of the year, in 2022, I don't think, Yeah, no release date's been set for this yet, but...
1: Ant Man, have... the, Ant Man and
0: the Ant the Wasp: Quantumania. Oh, it's Mania, brother!
1: It's it's so uh, it's so new that nobody has any details about it.
0: No details, but we do know that it's going to be Paul Rudd and Evangeline Lilly are Obviously, going to be back in this. Yeah, and then we're gonna, and then obviously you're gonna have Michael Douglas and Michelle Pfeiffer back in in this.
1: Yep, and then you have the. It seems like it's been delayed since the beginning of time, but we finally get it in 2023. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three.
0: Oh yeah, because this this actually was supposed to come even.
1: Oh, this right, was if I'm not mistaken, this was supposed to lead off Phase Four, but it never did.
0: It never did because yeah, because there was all that whole thing where it where Disney fired James Gunn. And then he had to do the suicide that he DC picked him up to do the suicide squad. And Marvel was like, Oh man, we messed up. Can we have you back? Cause we can't get anyone to direct this movie. And nobody wants to do the movie unless you come back. So they, it was like, okay. So They
1: you- basically had to wait until he came back. He came back and it took forever to, uh, do this movie.
0: Yeah, I think I I think it was a shorter time for when Duke Newcomb came forever oh. came out. Before Guardians of the Galaxy three.
1: I mean this may this for, for all we know, this may have been a Chinese democracy.
0: Oh yeah, Chinese you can Chinese democracy took like what was it, fifteen years. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure the day the Clown cried will be released before Guardians of the Galaxy 1. <laughs> but yes so so as as we mentioned the holiday special for guardians of the galaxy is coming out late 2022 and then sometime in 2023 we're gonna get guardians of the galaxy volume three yeah but also also they announced kevin feige announced at phase four we're finally going to get in 2023 the long-awaited MCU debut of the first family of Marvel comics,
1: the Fantastic Four.
0: Yes, and who knows?
1: Maybe this movie won't suck like the last three.
0: Well, technically, it's four if you're counting the Corbin version.
1: Uh, I am counting... Oh, 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 what? I literally tried to drill that up my, out of my head.
0: You know, the Corbin version. God bless Roger Corbin. He tried. <laughs>
1: yeah God it's like is it horrible like horrible horrible or horrible like Roger Corbin God bless him he tried
0: I will say though if you have the first Tim Story Fantastic Four movie the, the one to get if you have like the extended version of the movie on DVD that version is actually better than the theatrical cut supposedly
1: no, this is the uh, director's cut of the uh, Roger Corbin Fantastic no,
0: Four. No, 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 because the, technically the, I'm talking about the 2005 version.
1: Oh. It's uh,
0: you chick less than uh, uh, America's ass. Uh,
1: not, uh, no, not Chris, Tom Board. Chris Evans. Thank you, Brain.
0: Yes. Botulism. Fantastic Four. That's going to be... It's going to be... I'm curious to see who they'll cast in it.
1: And as far as the TV side, we have Secret Invasion, which basically has an army of Skrulls living on Earth in secret. Yeah. Ironheart, which is basically... If you've seen Avengers Endgame, you know who Ironheart is.
0: Yeah, well, Ironheart, I believe, is going to involve a girl, a young girl in her neighborhood, because they kind of... Alright, if you remember... At in the end credits of Endgame, at the very end, you heard like a hammer. Yep, and it, it was basically to imply someone is building a new suit. Yep. So this this is what that was teasing. And then you have, and this is going to be something, and this will I think be directly related to Ironheart is Armor Wars.
1: I know now. I know that uh, War Machine is somehow involved in Iron yeah. in Armor Wars.
0: Yeah, James Rhodes. So Don Cheadle's back in this. So you know what I love about these Disney Plus series is that they're giving like all the people that might not all the characters that might not necessarily be a draw for a movie and giving them like a series and be like, okay, here's something for them to do.
1: Like, here's a thing. There's a thing. There's another thing. There you go. And it all all comes back and, and everybody's all figuring each other out. Boom.
0: So that's the entire slate right now for phase... I'm guessing this is all going to be considered phase four?
1: This is all phase four right now.
0: Okay, because...
1: of course it's subject to change at the whims of the mouse's uh, whims.
0: Yeah. And supposedly supposedly, uh, I'm going to say this, apparently we might be getting the Blade movie sometime, too, around this period. Because, remember, they already cast Blade.
1: Yep. Who does he cast as Blade? Uh, Mahershala Ali? Oh, uh,
0: Mahershala Ali, yeah.
1: Which is going to be interesting, because last time I saw him, he was the big bad in Luke Cage.
0: Okay, I didn't even mention this, but apparently in the Spider-Man movie, we are going to apparently, supposedly, get Charlie Cox back as Daredevil. I would love to see that, yes. Yeah, but, okay, here's what I'm okay. So I guess the Marvel Netflix series are kind of like in sort of like in where like Venom and the Morbius movie are in that sort of thing where it's implied they're in the Marvel cinematic universe, but they're not really part it's of the Mar- sort
1: of like the B League cinematic universe. Uh same league as the Runaways and Cloak and Dagger.
0: Yeah. Where it's like Okay, you're kind of in it, but you're not really.
1: Kind of, sort of, but not really. Got it.
0: I'm kind of curious to see how that that's going to be because, well, I'm going to be quite honest, it's going to be tough to top Wesley Snipes. Well, those Blade movies, they were like big back in the day. They
1: really, they really were. And that's another weird thing because one of the Blade movies featured a younger Ryan Reynolds. And, of course, what, who is Ryan Reynolds now?
0: Deadpool. Deadpool! And of course, obviously at some point, they've been talking about it, they are going to bring Deadpool into the MCU at some point.
1: Which is going to be an interesting watch, just just to let you know, yeah.
0: Yeah, and, and you know at some point they're all, if Deadpool's coming, you know the X-Men are coming.
1: Well, I'm surprised they're not already there, especially with the new Mutants movie.
0: But, yeah, then again, but the, the New 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 mutants New is, is not, technical. not technically... It was real. still up in the Fox X-Men movie-verse. Yeah. But now that, now that that's now officially all done, it's like, okay, how are they going to introduce mutants into a world where supposedly mutants have never existed? No clue. The only explanation I have is, it, well, it's got to be multiverse. It's got to be, they got to come in through the multiverse. And that somehow triggers something. Or WandaVision. Because remember, is it, isn't Scarlet Witch supposed to be a mutant?
1: Scarlet Witch is supposed
0: to be a mutant, yeah. Or, or as heard, Quicksilver were described in Cats and Miracles and Winter Soldier as miracles. Because, remember, Disney hadn't bought Fox yet. So yeah, they couldn't they, use the M word.
1: There were... M- what? You can't say that. Miracles? Oh, you can say
0: that. You can say miracles. So that's Phase 4 of the MCU. And it all starts January 15th, and you know when WandaVision concludes, we'll definitely have to do a wrap-up series for that.
1: Oh, yeah. It's always going to be an interesting sort of show when you don't know offhand what you're getting into.
0: Be exciting, and I can't wait for it.
1: Oh, that's well, you don't have to wait long. It's only going to be, what, three weeks away?
0: Three weeks, yes. But until then... Remember, you can always catch. Well, if you're listening, we don't even need to do the plugs. If you're listening to us here on Podbean, you know what to do. You can go to T V dot com. You can you can follow us on the social medias it at itwasathingontv, and yeah, you know what to do. Yep. We don't need to do the drill on this special episode.
1: No, we don't. <laughs> but we will say big thanks to uh, everybody at Place to Be Nation. Um,
0: yeah even though i know this episode won't be on place of bob but yeah actually you know what i was thinking yeah c- considering for spider-man we definitely got to do i've definitely got to talk to jennifer Spiffer, andy afferton about maybe doing something related to all the spider-man movies because they have a th- they have a thing with the mcu things on uh jenny's feed so I was thinking maybe we could do like a thing, like a review series for the Spider-Man movies, possibly like all, like
1: all, all, of the Spider-Man movies. I'm yeah, we, right now yeah. it's gonna be hard to top Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse.
0: Yeah, because oh. I mean, I, I get. Yeah, we could do the, we could do the Tobey movies. We could do the Garfield movies. We could do the two Tom Holland movies, and we can obviously do Spider-Verse. So yeah, that that's eight. I, I get. Could you count Venom in that? I would count Venom in that. Yeah. Okay, so it's nine. And I guess when Morbius comes out, it's going to be 10. Yeah. Which, uh, I don't know about Morbius, but as I... You know what? Matt Smith's in Morbius, so I'm going to have to watch it.
1: So it's basically Owen Wilson and Matt Smith. Okay, I'm in.
0: Well, no, Owen Wilson's in uh, Loki. Oh. Uh, it's Jared Leto in Morbius.
1: Okay. So there's two Morbiuses this is. There's
0: not two Morbiuses. the Owen Wilson, oh, yeah, please. Owen Wilson's playing a character named Morbius, but not related to that Morbius. Okay. Because Morbius in the, in the Spider-Man universe is a vampire.
1: Alright. So now that I'm thoroughly confused, let's go ahead. I and don't ahead. know. You know
0: what? As I, as I said, there are only so many characters in the Marvel universe. There's bound to be two characters that have the same name.
1: Okay. I'll give you that much. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, let's let's wrap this up.
0: Yeah. Now we So until next time, when we have, well, whenever this episode airs, it'll probably be before the New Year's Eve episode. Eh, I was 48 hours off. We'll see you next time right here on It Was a Thing on TV. And I'll play something.
2: And I will crush that Spider-Man, and then that other Spider-Man, and all the spider man till I'm the Spider-Man. 10% more Spider-Man, oh yeah, not quite a bug, not quite a man, how do I break out from the Spider-Man clan, I wanna be proud, I don't wanna hide, don't trap me in a cup and put me outside, with all those other